0: Hi, this is Netta. Teaching our kids how to cook and have life skills can be very challenging. And I remember um, being pretty young when my mom started teaching me how to peel vegetables. And the first time she handed me the peeler that I can remember, um, she showed me how to peel a carrot. We had a great big one. And she's like, okay, here's how you do it. So I took the peeler, I took the carrot, and I just went crazy with it and peels started going everywhere. And I was cracking up, they're sticking to the side of the sink, they're sticking to the walls. I even managed to flick one on the ceiling. And thankfully my mom laughed with me. And she's like, wait, honey, turn the peeler and go the other direction. And I tried and it just didn't feel right. And I was like, no, 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 this works. And I did it some more and I kept flicking them all over the house. (laughs) Finally, my mom goes, "Okay, it obviously works for you. Can you just calm it down a little and, you know, not get them on the ceiling?" And so I did. And I think probably to this day, I still, I still peel a carrot probably the opposite direction that she does. But the point is, I, I peel it. Those peels come off, and it works on potatoes and every other thing I have to use a peeler for. But I do it in a completely different way than she did. Neither of them are right or wrong. I've been thinking about this because, oh my goodness, we're so bombarded with information. And my podcast uh, last week, I talked about expectations, but this time I'm talking more about how we want to live up to other people's expectations. You know, some people really get it in their head that there's only one way to peel a carrot. And we can get it in our heads that we're supposed to do it that way. I mean, there's there's books coming out constantly, and there's, you know, podcasts, and there's websites, and there's just tons of information telling us how our time with Jesus should be, how we should be a Christian, how our Christian marriage should look, how we're supposed to be raising our children and disciplining them, and how we're supposed to serve our community, and here's the ways, da-da-da-da, down the road, and here's how we serve our kids' school— And they're all probably really wonderful ideas, but they're not exactly the way you're supposed to do it or I'm supposed to do it. Those are ideas from people who have experienced something and it's worked for them. It can spur ideas in us. It can spur creativity, but we have to take it to Jesus We have to take it all to Jesus and go, which of these things applies to me? We cannot let other people's standards for us be our standards. God's word is our standard. Now, I'm not talking about morality and right and wrong. Um, That doesn't change. But how we live out our Christianity day to day can be very specific I remember years ago when our oldest two daughters were little, we served in a pretty large church. And Pastor Dave there would often say, excellence honors God and reflects his character. Now we loved that because Chili and I wanted to do everything with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength to please the Lord. But that got to be really overwhelming to me at some point like I can't like excellence to me was what I compared to everyone else excellence to me was being better like the best and I thought I can't be the best in every single area of my life compared to everyone else hello and honestly I don't remember excuse me if it was his wife or himself or someone I don't know who it was said to me no 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 excellence is doing the best you can with what you have. Oh, well, that changed everything for me. When I think about the many, many ways to serve God, I realize that we're all unique, but we all are very often smushed into a mold. This is how we're supposed to respond. This is how we're supposed to serve at church. Etc. And we all have unique callings. I've been, just to be really honest, I've been going around and around with God, realizing that when He asks me or us as a family to do things, I very often think almost immediately, oh, what are other people gonna think? They're gonna misunderstand. They're not gonna get it. And I'm almost always right. <laughs> they don't understand. Most of the time, they don't get it. And this morning, as I was just thinking more about the Easter story and Jesus' ministry while he was on earth, I realized, well, nobody got Jesus either. And he did do everything perfectly. He was the epitome of excellence. And they didn't get it. What I'm saying is, God has called you to be you. And we all know, like, be yourself, you do you. I'm saying you do you. The way God created you to do it. Seek wisdom from other people, sure. Read and listen and and research things, but take it to Jesus. How do I apply this, Lord? And make sure that you're in the Word of God, however that looks, but every day it is the bread of life. That means it's our spiritual food. So if we're reading God's Word, we're spending time with Him, however that looks, Then we're going to be able to filter through all these great ideas we get and hear and listen to, and we are going to know how to apply that to our lives in a much better way. You know, yesterday on my Instagram feed, excuse me, (laughs) that this thing popped up that there's this new item out there that you can buy for your kids. And... It's literally like a little, it looks like silicone thing that fits over their pencil, and then it has two little, like, pockets that you stick your fingers into. And it's to teach your children how to correctly hold their pencil. I was like, what? Seriously, I was going to talk about saying that there is only one way to do something. Now, our three youngest kids, when they were all in kindergarten and first grade, I was homeschooling them. And so I taught all of them how to read and write. Scary. <laughs> and sometimes when I doubt, oh Lord, I can't do this, he reminds me. No, actually you did that. <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah, thank you, you helped me. But anyways, I was like, are you kidding me? That you're still on this trying to teach kids there's only one way to hold a pencil. I remember with my kids, when they would start writing letters, And I would look at their hands and I'd look at the way they'd hold their pencil and I would show them how I did it. And then they'd go, okay, and they'd do that. And then two seconds later, they'd be holding it a different way. And I remember coming to the conclusion as I looked at their papers, they were writing the letters just fine. I thought, why do I care how they hold their pencil? And I know there's plenty of goofy argument for holding it the quote unquote correct way, but you know what, the end result, was that they wrote letters. And to this day, they can write. Oh, imagine that. And they're not holding their pencil correctly. I'm not saying the end justifies the means. I'm just saying there are so many ways to serve God. None of us are the same. If our hearts are so in love with Jesus, and he is number one, he will give us all we need to live a godly life. 2 Peter 1, 3. And you know, this morning I was reading in Psalm 40. And I'm going to kind of skip around in the different verses. But it says, Oh, the joys of those who trust in the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud. And then you go a little bit further. It says, I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your instructions are written on my heart. Read his word. Know what his instructions specifically for you are no one else can tell you that they can give you ideas God can use those ideas to make it clear what you should do but he has a plan specifically for you so who cares how you peel a carrot as long as it's the one and the way that God says for you to do it and that is just a little piece of my heart